0: your message has to connect with the hearts and the minds of your ideal clients in order to do that you need to put your heart and your mind in your message we want to attract people who don't just value what we do but value who we are when we Mm. put that core message and we stand out with it not only do we stand out from all the noise but we also attract the right people
1: you're listening to the thought leaders business lab Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, Cindy. It's great to have you joining me here today. Thank you, Samantha. Great to be here. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to talking to you today. Your tagline is marketing with heart versus hype, which I really love. And it was really intriguing to me because I was invited to an invite only marketing mastermind last year. And I was telling my friend, oh, I've had this invite and you know, I'm, I feel so great about this. And she said, well, that's really weird. You're not a marketer. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, marketers are spammy and, you know, they're just very hypey and I don't see you as a marketer because you just share your message. So when I saw your website, I was like, oh, we need to get this message out because marketing isn't about hype. You know, I think that people are seeing through the BS a lot more now and, when, and it's time to create something that people understand and relate to. Absolutely.
0: So tell your friend that, okay? Tell your friend that marketing is just sharing your message with the right people so they're inspired to take action. That's all that marketing really love
1: is. Love it. <laughs> there we go. We're done. <laughs> awesome. So before we get into this topic, why don't you share a little bit about the kinds of people that you work with? Obviously, we've covered off a little bit about you know what you do, but if you can dive a little deeper into that Yeah, I'd for love us. to. So I work
0: with coaches primarily and consultants, and I have two key criterias for working together. One is they have to have a foundation of success. And oftentimes it's either a foundation of success in their career. And now they want to translate that and leverage that in their business. And oftentimes people who come to me because they have a foundation of success in their business, but it's kind of been more word of mouth and referrals. And now they want to come online and they know that to really be able to stand out online, they need a really clear show a focused message and all the other things that I teach them how to do and then the second criteria is great energy because if I'm going to spend my time with somebody we got to have good energy
1: Mm -hmm. so those are
0: the two criteria
1: Absolutely. And you know, the experts that you're talking about, I work with those people too, and I know them very well. They've been doing their or they've been in their expertise for such a long time. The issue isn't that they don't know what to do. The issue is usually that there's so much in their head, they're unable to distill that message down and get it nice and clear. Because it's very different in the online world, isn't it? Than it is when you're meeting someone face-to-face, essentially. Yeah, I, what
0: I call marketing for smarty pants. It's kind of like <laughs> they know so much. But how do you communicate it simply, concisely, in a way that captivates people? And that's, as you know, especially important online. Because we've literally had, like mm-hmm. seconds to capture our mm-hmm. ideal client's attention. So they want to know more. So, yeah, that's especially lately you know, and, and this whole hype thing that your friend was talking about, it's like, it just keeps getting worse, doesn't it? You know?
1: It does. And I think it's because people maybe don't understand. I don't know. It's so funny.
0: Like I love, I mean, I, I was doing this myself in some ways. Like I was buying into, you know, the cookie cutter methods and this is the way you have to set it up. And it just gets to the point that you're just like, I remember it was like a turning point for me, like, I don't remember, I think about two years ago. And I thought, there's so much hype, especially with the whole coaches who help coaches. We get such a bad rap, and I get it because mm-hmm. there's a lot of coaches that just kind of learn something and then turn around and teach it, and all these pop up yeah. coaches. You know, you and I have been doing it. And I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm sure you've been doing it a long time. Yep. So, uh-huh. you know, it gets to this point. But I remember thinking, okay, I can either like switch gears here cause I'm so fed up or I can take a stand against it. And I decided to take a stand mm-hmm. against it and just share a different kind of message about it. And yeah. And that's what we have to do in our marketing is take a stand. Yeah. Right. And that's one of the key totally. things I teach people how to do is to put that stand in your marketing.
1: Yeah. We've got a very similar story and I can remember the day I took that stand and I decided that I would be vulnerable and share something about my business that wasn't working really well what happened that day and it was it was like a real identifying moment in my business where I did lose some people that went, oh, you're a bit crazy. You're a business coach. You've just said something that wasn't working. And then what ended up happening was there was a lot more people that reached out and said, thank you for being so Mm -hmm. honest and helping us to feel good about ourselves and realizing that we're not alone. And I think that that's really, really important because we need to have empathy with our audience, but also you know, show that we're real human beings. Absolutely.
0: This whole, you know, I'm putting yourself on a pedestal of talking down to people. I've seen so Mm. much of that. There's no need for that. Like our business Mm. is constantly evolving. Our message is evolving. We're evolving. It's like this incredible opportunity for growth. So anybody who says they have it all figured out, run. (laughs)
1: going to say run really <laughs> fast <laughs> yeah, because human. <laughs> yeah. And that's the best part I think
0: about being an entrepreneur is that you can continue to grow and evolve and turn it into, you know, where your passions lie and where your strengths lie. And I think that's an amazing thing, especially after having, after having spent too many years in corporate where you didn't get to do that the way you want.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have a magnetic message formula and I would love to talk about this today because like we mentioned earlier, this is where I see so many people struggling and it's not because they don't know what to say. It's because people have so much knowledge that they don't know how to bring this message in. So can you explain a little bit about how you came up with the magnetic message formula? Absolutely.
0: And by the way, if anybody wants to get my template they can get go to brandmessagetemplate.com and download that and it walks you through step by step so i had worked in strategic communications for 10 years for companies like coca-cola visa global consulting firms and one of the things i did for them was put together as a communications expert messaging and what i really mm-hmm. did and i just spent i remember we were on holiday like in this cabin in the woods and i just spent some time and just did this huge brain dump of like everything I used to do for my clients and then adapted it to the world of coaching, especially online, to create like a really step-by-step system for how you can create your messaging. And by the way, messaging is not just a sentence or a phrase. I actually help my clients create a messaging platform and there's all five different kinds of messages you can create.
1: Wow. Actually, before you go any further... Can you explain those different platforms and what that platform I is? I do. And
0: in fact, I'll do better than that if you want. I have a free guide on the five different kinds that people can download, but I don't remember it off my heart. I'll get to the link.
1: <laughs> we will put yeah, it in the I'll show notes. Going.
0: So let's start by like, we'll talk about the, okay, I'll just ramble through the five kinds and then I'll walk you through the first three. So the first kind is called a core message. The second is a marketing message, then a magnetic message. Then we have our key messages and then our copy. So they can get the Mm -hmm. platform and go through all of those. But I want to just take a step back for a minute and talk about what we need to do to create that captivating message. So Mm -hmm. the first part is clarity. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people try to jump into the words before they have clarity of focus. So it's super important and everybody talks about this, but you need to do a deep dive is to really understand what is the problem that you help your ideal client solve and who do you help. And until you're clear on that piece, what we call the niche, right? Until you're clear on those two parts of your niche, it's really hard to make your marketing work. Remember I said marketing Mm. is sharing your message with the right people. You have to Mm -hmm. know who the right people are and what is that hook? What is that problem that you help them solve that gets them in the door? It's not the only problem you're going to help them solve, but it's that hook. So that's Mm. the clarity piece that we really need to get clear on before we start marketing. And we start marketing before we have clarity. And that's, that ends up spinning our wheels.
1: Yeah. Do you think though, that for some people that are trying to find their message, that there is a bit of sort of give and take at this point where you kind of have to get out there and share your message a little bit to try and find what that place is? That's a great
0: question. So my first business was actually called Attract Your Niche. And so Mm -hmm. I've been working with uh, coaches on niche for a long time. And I found that there's, we talked about before about it evolving. To me, you get a solid strategic foundation in place for what that niche and message is, and then you start sharing it and let it evolve. Unfortunately, what most people do though, is they just kind of niche hop. So they'll like, okay, I'll try Uh this. and that's not really working. Okay, I'll try this. And they just hop around and they don't get any momentum. So instead of doing that, like spend some time at the beginning to get solid on the strategic foundation, then give yourself the space to let it evolve.
1: Mm. Yeah, that seems... I really love that. Yeah, because otherwise you're starting again all the time, which, and you're right, I've seen people do it, that are. I'm a business coach and now I'm a book coach and now I'm a speaker coach. They're just trying to find their place. But the problem is, is that it confuses people. And by the time they finally settle on their niche, they're almost blind to that person because they're really not sure what they do. Yeah, it really
0: affects your credibility. So it's not like it's not going to evolve, but you've got to put the work in at first to get some clarity and then let it evolve. So Yeah, so that's the first step is the clarity. And then once you have that clarity, it's much easier to create your message. But the truth is, and I know you know this, Samantha, because I know you do a lot of messaging work, is your message has a really big job to do. So it has to communicate like who you help, what you help them with, the results you help them achieve. The problem is, if that's all that you communicate, you're going to sound like everybody else who does what you do. So we have to take a step back and realize that people buy on emotion and they justify with logic. So what Mm -hmm. that means is that your message has to connect with the hearts and the minds of your ideal clients. So here's Mm -hmm. the key. In order to do that, you need to put your heart and your mind in your message. And so that's what I help my clients do. The heart piece is what I call the core message. And that's the stand Mm -hmm. that you're here to take. Like mine is about Mm -hmm. marketing with heart versus hype, right? So you have Uh to know what is that stand you're here to take in your business for your clients? Because we want to attract people who don't just value what we do, but value who we are. So when we Mm. put that core message and we stand out with it, not only do we stand out from all the noise, but we also attract the right people.
1: Can you give us another idea of someone that's got, that you've worked with with that message? Because I think that this is such a valuable piece, adding the heart in, because this is the piece that's going to attract people to us. I guess Seth Godin talks about in Tribes, that this is what is the attractive part of the mm-hmm. message. Yeah.
0: So here's an example, and don't quote me exactly, but a healer, a, a healer that I work with, she said something like, when you know how to listen to your body, you become the healer you've been searching for. That's her stand. Mm. Another one is a personal development. These are not business things. These are like, you know, less tangible things. Another one who does personal development coach. Personal development isn't about reinventing yourself. It's about recognizing and celebrating who you truly are. So we're always like chasing after developing and reinventing, but it's really just celebrating who you are. So these are just some examples. I have a ton of them in another folder somewhere, I think I put them in my webinars, (laughs) but it's really important. So when I talk about the heart, it's not necessarily like emotion, fuzzy stuff. It's a stand, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, I work with like leadership coaches who are, you know, they're working with CEOs and they also, they might think you might think, well, you can't really put a heart piece in a message like that. But you absolutely can, because guess what? Those CEOs are just people. So we Mm. still need to put that stand in the message. And I wish I had that one handy because she has a beautiful message, but I can't remember what it is right now. (laughs) I'll have (laughs) to find it. I'll find it while we're talking. So those are some examples. So the the first kind of message is that core message. It's the stand. And then the typical marketing message is very much from the head. It's that linear, you know, Mm -hmm. I help so-and-so do such-and-such, blah, blah, blah. So what we do is we get the clarity so we can create the headpiece. Then we get the stand piece of the core message and we put the two together. It's like this artful combination of the two to create a message mm-hmm. that communicates what you do and who you help, but also your unique stand. So you don't sound like everybody else who does what you do.
1: I love that so much because I think that, and we talked about this before we started recording, so many experts are worried about really owning their space because they think, you know, there's some other guru that is doing it already. But the thing is there's millions of people out there doing sort of what you do but they're not doing exactly what you do. And by us not really stepping into that and sharing that so that more people can hear us, more people are attracted to work with us, essentially we're letting those people down because we are all attracted to different people.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, it's all about, to me, like we all know business is all about trust, right? So there's so many ways we can demonstrate trust in our marketing. It starts with our message by speaking our truth. You know, I always think like, well, if I was just going to say what people want to hear, I may as well stay it in corporate, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, it's, you know, we've got to speak our truth and really have the guts to stand up and do that and realize that, okay, that might not connect with everybody and that's okay. And it goes back to the niche too. People are always afraid of leaving people out, you know,
1: mm. I want to give, give, can I give quickly no, you, Okay, this okay this really helps if
0: anybody's struggling with your niche because you're afraid of leaving people out i want to give you a quick vision so when we think about a niche typically it's like a hole in the wall right like that's what a niche means right it's a hole Uh but the word niche and forgive my accent i grew up in montreal so i grew up speaking.
1: No, I was actually thinking, oh, I like this. Someone's saying the word like I'd say it.
0: (laughs) But the word niche comes from the French niche, which means to nest. So instead of picturing like a hole in the wall that you're literally stuck in, picture a nest. A nest is made of like straw and sticks. It's malleable, right? But it also gives birth to something. So picture a nest you're going to snuggle into instead of a hole that you're going to get stuck in.
1: Mm, I love that. That's a great visual because yeah, a lot of people, especially people that are a little more on the creative side, are very afraid to choose a niche because they feel like they're going to get bored or, you know, stuck in Mm -hmm. that. I was going to say stuck in a rut, stuck in a hole, stuck in a box, whatever, whatever that metaphor is. But Having something that's malleable and soft and nurturing is such a, a beautiful way to think about it. Yeah,
0: I really love that visual. It wasn't actually me who came up with it, it was one of my clients who told me about that. And like, oh my goodness, that's brilliant. Can I use that? And he said, Yes. So I love that. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And you know, so when we think about trust, just continuing that conversation because like to me, like that's been my theme lately is trust, especially with uh-huh. all the hype. So like yeah, think about like all the ways we can build trust. And it's kind of like my little signal. Whenever I see something that to me smells of hype, I always think, okay, what's the way to turn that around and turn that into trust? So mm-hmm. imagine like one of my main things is we always hear, and I just heard it today on somebody's training they were doing. They were saying, give them what they want and sell them what they need. Have you heard that mm-hmm. before? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That breaks trust. Mm -hmm. because that is the typical webinar or training where I'm going to give you the surface and I'm not going to teach you anything that you can actually apply. And I'm just going to, I'm going to hype myself up and spend 20 minutes doing that and talking about my lovely story. And then I'm going to give you a tiny bit of content, but not tell you how to do it. And then I'm going to pitch you. That's what that does. Uh So what I encourage people Uh to do is to think about it differently and to think about, Give them what they want, which is important. We have to enter the conversation of going on in the heads of our ideal clients. What do they want? What are they looking for? But then teach them what they need. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, when you add real value in your marketing and you teach people, the right people will raise their hand and say, please help me implement that. Because we all know there's a big difference between information and implementation, right?
1: Absolutely. What's the point? With the amount that we teach, because I think that we've got to be very, very careful that we don't teach just enough that people, that we're almost letting them down, where they say, Oh, I've got all I need here. I can definitely implement this. And all we're doing is actually giving them enough information to be dangerous and they're not actually going to achieve results. So, what's that balance between giving them information? but making sure that they are able to implement it in a certain way. Because as experts, we know that we can't teach something in an hour that someone's going to get some life-changing result with, right? So what's that balance? So that's a great
0: question. So I think it starts by helping solve a specific problem really well, as opposed to doing like trying to cover everything. So try to solve a specific problem really well. So that brand message template, I literally spell it out so that people can create their message. Now, will most people be able to create that on their own to the level they can with my support? Obviously not, but it's needy enough that people can have emailed me to say, Thank you so much. Here's what I created from a message, right? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. solve like help solve a more specific problem. And then what I do is I use my client journey, which I'll talk about in a second, to show them. What are the next steps that you need to implement? And I think that when you do a deeper dive and then you show the rest of the steps, it actually builds credibility, but it also positions your services. So like the client journey is, I talk about it a little bit differently than other people do. It's more like your client success path. So when a client first comes Uh to you, this is where they are and this is where they want to be. What are the steps you're going to take with them to help them? go from where they are to where they want to be. And I help my clients like streamline and message that and simplify that. We even create a visual roadmap of it. So like on a consultation, they can show them here's your roadmap. Here's what we're going to do together. And it takes coaching, which is so intangible and makes it really clear. So if you just can do a deeper dive with examples, I think examples are so great, like to be able to show people a model for how to implement this and then show them the roadmap for how you can best support them moving forward to really achieve their overall goal.
1: Absolutely. I'm totally into roadmaps because coaching is so intangible. It's not something, you know, that people can pick up. My first business was a retail store. You know, customers came in, we would exchange money for a product and they felt great because they were walking out with with a shopping bag with their goods in it. Coaching People are like, yeah, I'll have that, and then you know that there's that those questions that come in because they can't touch it, they can't feel it. So having a visual roadmap is one of the best ways to walk people through, so they understand. And it, it's that trust piece that you were talking about. They feel safe. We're giving people a container of safety, which online. Is not around that much.
0: Absolutely. And that's why I like talking about a client journey because it is a roadmap, but at the same time, it's a journey we're going to go on together. And Mm -hmm. journeys have little digressions. Like when you're working with a client, it doesn't mean we can't go off on a little journey together, a little side road to explore something. Like it's really focused on the client. And you're right, it totally Mm -hmm. builds trust because it's one thing to say, hey, I'm going to help you double your coaching price or coaching services, whatever. And it's another thing to show you how i'm going to help you do that
1: absolutely yeah we've worked with someone that's gone yeah all you do is just double the price the end we're out (laughs) not that's part of the
0: problem with messaging too though and that's part of the hype of messaging it's like everybody says i hear this all the time it's like take a big bold promise and so what if most of your clients don't achieve this (laughs) like okay i'd rather not go there
1: Yeah. And I really like that you said that because there was someone that I worked with quite a while ago and he was, you know, we definitely do need to provide a bold promise, but it's got to be realistic. And I think that there's a lot of, well, I know there's a lot of people in my world and obviously there is in yours. That's why you've come up with this, that when they put that together, there's that bit that goes, but I can't, not all my clients are going to achieve that which they're not anyway, but how do we get that bold promise in a way, like how do we bring that in so that most people understand that that is possible?
0: Yeah, and it's a good question and I'm still toying with that in some ways in my own head about some of the work that I'm putting together for next year because I know what's possible and I've seen it happen and if we have the case studies to show it, that's great. But I also think that what happens is that when we make that big, bold promise, and then let's say a few people make it come true, but most people don't, then they feel like crap. And then, you know, Mm. then they feel bad. And so I think part of it is just to really be authentic, like you said, and to be really upfront and say, here's what you can do. Here's some case studies to show you what's possible but you have to set your own goals and you have to realize where you're at and where you want to go. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of these programs and in our industry It's kind of like, here's a cookie cutter system, follow the steps piece by piece. Don't put you in it at all. Just follow me. I'm the guru and you'll get this result. Mm. And then they don't show up in their own marketing. They don't show up with what their vision of what kind of business they want and how they want to put themselves out there. And I think that's what messes with our heads a lot.
1: Yeah, just thinking about what you said, and I love that we're exploring this, and I really thank you that we're exploring this quite publicly and sort of saying that we also don't have all the answers. We've got a lot, but but things change. And I think that it's always great to share testimonials of someone that's taken your program and run with it really well. But for me, what I've been toying with this year is also sharing the testimonials of, and then there's the person that achieved this result, which you might think is not that great, but they came from a standing start. They had no email list. They had, you know, they didn't have this and this and this. So we're not saying that every single person is going to achieve these results, but we are saying everyone that implements it gets results. It's just that the results. Exactly.
0: And you know what was so cool? I was doing like a consultation with somebody who wanted to enroll in my mentoring program. And one of the questions she asked is, What are the results I can expect? And so I took her through, like, you know, the sales page and I went through some of the testimonials. She said, Well, I want to know about something other than getting clients. Give me an example of that. And I loved that question. And I said, Absolutely. Here's, I think it was Lisa, and it was like, I really owned my value. And then it was Amy, and mm-hmm. it was like, I don't hate marketing anymore. It's a natural expression of my purpose. And that's what resonated with her his client. Mm. And she ended up signing up for the program. So I love that she asked that question because, again, different things are important to different people.
1: Absolutely. And, and it's so important to remember that because we can get caught thinking our way. I know I certainly have before thinking, but this is the way I think. And then other people ask questions like that and you're like, oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I thought it was a great teaching moment for me too, for sure.
1: That's the best part of being a coach, right? That you almost get coach, free coaching <laughs> daily. <laughs> it's so
0: true. It's so true. And especially like when, you know, we get to work with such smart people who are such experts in their area. So, you know, we learn about grief and we learn about business stuff and we learn about anxiety and bodies and health. And oh my gosh, I feel so lucky.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, our business is just one small piece of the puzzle. You know, we we are our business, you know, and so to be able to work with these people and hear about, you know, finances and investment and health and wellness and relationships, it creates a much it, well, essentially it creates a much better business because it's really helping us to be more holistic in our whole entire yeah, life. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it's so much fun. And that's why like I don't worry, like people might say, Oh, you're gonna do the same thing over and over again. No, but I'm working with all these different people and they you know, they all have their own unique brilliance and their own unique way of looking at the world. I mean, I have a palliative care consultant, a doctor, and I have a workers' comp guy who's had his own business for thirty eight years. I knew nothing about workers' comp. Now, I know quite Mm -hmm. a bit. It's really cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So just circling back to our our magnetic message, we've got our core message, Mm -hmm. our marketing message, and our magnetic message. Can you give us an idea of how we can bring together this heart message and this logical message that you were talking about? Because we've just spoken a little bit Mm -hmm. about that, but how do they marry together? It
0: that's there's not a formula for I have to be honest with you. That is like we uh-huh. look what I have them do is we create the marketing message from the head. We create the core message. I have certain questions to ask them. And then when we have those two pieces, it's really an artful combination. So basically, we just take a step back and say, does your marketing message incorporate your core message? And often it's mm-hmm. just a matter of changing a few words to make sure that it really reflects your stand. So it's more of an art than a science, to be honest with you on that one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then just to touch on the other two, which I wanted to share, because you had asked me about the key messages and the copy. So like Uh as part of the platform, so key messages are really cool too. In strategic communications, I used to like do media coaching for CEOs and stuff like that, right? And when they would do Mm -hmm. a media interview, I had to create these key messages. What are your key talking points? And for each key talking point, there'd be supporting proof points, right? So I just took that concept and applied it to the world of coaching and online marketing. When you're teaching, whether it's a webinar or a podcast or whatever, you want to have certain key teaching points that you keep reinforcing over and over again. And typically, they will be part of your client journey because your goal is to teach people. Remember, we talked about give them what they want and teach them what they need. You add real value with your teaching, but it's also to position your services. So we're going to take those key messages. We're going to use them over and over again in your marketing. Okay. So for you, I don't know enough about what you do, but when you're teaching about creating your proprietary systems, I'm sure there are certain Mm -hmm. steps you take people through in order to do that, right? You'd want to have certain Mm -hmm. teaching points on each of those steps, right? Yeah. And then the copy, I really, I had so much fun with this. A couple of years ago, I created a course on copy. Um, and it's just so important. Like every word you say or write is copy. Uh-huh. And so we have to really know what we want to say and how to say it. And so that's why I take copy as one of the messaging platforms because Every word that we say on our website, that we say on social media, when we're doing videos, it has to reinforce our message so that people walk away from every interaction with you, understanding what you're all about
1: and especially what you stand for. Absolutely. So with those five steps, the core message, the marketing message, the magnetic message, the key message and the copy message, that's Our whole business all day, every day, really. That's how important this is. It is. So important. So important. So just remind the listeners again where they can get a copy of your PDF that they can get so that they can go through this themselves. Absolutely.
0: So they can go to brandmessage template.com and download the training about messaging, the core of the magnetic. And then there's also a bonus training video that shows you how to use your message to attract your ideal clients so they can get that when they download it. And if anybody wants to speak directly to me and you don't want to jump through any hoops, just go to talkwithcindy.com and you'll get access to my calendar.
1: Love it. Cindy, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I think it's such a beautiful time more than ever like it was always great to have marketing with heart versus hype but right now the online world is so so loud and spammy that it is time to really really lean into this and embrace this so that we can have a brand that is so unique and you know authentic and and shows exactly who we are so thank you so much for thank sharing. you thank you Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to the show. Whenever you're ready, here are three ways I can help you. Number one, grab a free copy of the Thought Leaders Positioning Checklist over at global forward slash checklist. Number two, check out my inner circle for coaches, experts, and change makers over at samanthariley.global forward slash inner circle. Or number three, connect with me to discuss how I can work with you on a more personal or a one-on-one level at hello at Global. I look forward to hanging out with you here again on Thursday, right here on the Thought Leaders Business Lab.